Okay, let's try that again. Oh, yeah, sorry, started early. I'm like, yeah, I'm bored now. I'm waiting. Hey, are you that? Wait, 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 Is that actually alcohol, Michelle? You got a day off, yay! Good morning, Craig. I'm Craig Jack here on Do South. I am Catherine Bruyer. Hey, everyone. This is Ramona Milano, otherwise known as Francesca Vecchio. This is Paul Haggis, and you're listening to Do South by Southeast. <laughs> Welcome to Due South by Southeast, the show giving Due South its due one episode at a time. And as you can tell by our slick open, we haven't lost anything either by lockdown or by being on video. We're as slick as we ever were, which wasn't that slick to begin with. So luckily it didn't sit too high a bar. Mm-hmm. Now we're here in a special celebration today. We are a day early because, uh, well, me and Nick have to go to a family barbecue tomorrow and Michelle's probably working. She usually is. Bloody Michelle and the NHS. Damn. <laughs> Damn those people, they're not popular or anything at the moment, are they? I, I think I'm safe in saying that. <laughs> okay, it's cool. Uh, but yeah, so we are going to, a day early, celebrate National Rum Day. Now, it's American National Rum Day, but good enough for me, it's Rum Day. And the one thing we do, well, one of the things we love on this show, obviously secondary to Due South and Paul Gross, it's, it's like low down list, but it's in there, it's in the top ten, is rum. So we're here to celebrate that. Unfortunately, we are socially distanced still. Uh, we did get to meet uh, between last recording and now, uh, but um, we, we, we're going to do one in person, probably in Michelle's garden soon would be lovely, I think. Uh, but uh, I should introduce yeah. myself. I am Detective Squee. With me as always is... Lousy Michelle. And... Civilian Aid Nicola. And somewhere around out there, if you hear Bucky in the background, will be uh, little oh. Benton, as well as uh, <laughs> Dottie Baker. Just before we were going on, you may notice we're five minutes late. Anyone who watches this, I don't think we've got any viewers at the moment, but they'll catch oh, up have. later. We have, indeed, have we? Yeah. Have we? Are we, we have three. Where's my little watching counter? And on here? we've got a hi as well from from Regina. So thank you. And oh, hi. hello, Regina. Sorry, hey, for some hello. reason I'm not seeing. I'm on the... the ball. I know. I can see what. Why we're am I doing. not seeing comments and stuff? Ah, uh, see, I can. Oh, that's a bit rubbish. Okay, well, yeah, we are live anyway, so um, so good. Glad people are watching. Uh, please do share this out on the Jew South pages if you're watching, because we're in the middle of talking, so otherwise we'll have to do it later. Uh, but it would be lovely to get some of the Jewsers in on this. We have got, joining us uh, soon, uh, as a little bit of a surprise, uh, John Wright, uh, who does the Jew South events over there, uh, RCW139 events. Oh, wow, as if I uh, invoked him from the ether... As I was saying that, 
just came on my screen. Armani Drums with us. Did you hear your intro in Australia? Did you hear me talking about you from Australia? That was weird. I was just saying, and joining us very shortly is going to be John. And then you just came on the screen. My ears were burning. Apparently so. Jeez. I mean, well, I think everyone's burning at the moment here in the UK. We are not used to heat. We finally got a bit of rain after like three days or four of um, just solid Mm. 30 plus degrees. Which uh, I know in Australia, you know, you may be used to this now, but you'll remember back in the UK... We burst oh, into flames at that that temperature. <laughs> it's, different, it's a different heat. Oh, by the way, I came prepared as well. You can see that. Oh, yeah. very nice. Nice. Oh, and now gracing our walls, we've got up uh, our picture of uh, Benny and Ray, signed by David Marciano and uh, Paul Grice. Which was a very kind 40th birthday yes. present by one of our good friends, Lucy, who's a, met, a big fan, isn't she? Yeah, yeah, she loves me. She thinks I'm great. Not, not you. Oh, she's also found found yourself, it's worth mentioning. No, yeah. some of the things, though, that she's like, I didn't realise, last time we went out with her, since, since she was a small child, she's been writing to them, hasn't she? Yeah. Yeah, which is really interesting to hear. So that's kind of like a lifelong, lifelong fan. So, mm. I know you've only got a limited time with us today, John. How long have you got? Oh, uh, we'll go with the flow. I've just got kittens running around outside, that's all. Ah, uh, we've got dogs running around outside, so it's fine. Uh, so what we're going to do is, we we, are, we will start it on our usual fashion then. I was going to jump the gun if we had to, to uh, get everything uh, through for John. But uh, we do have certain things which we usually take care of. And I was just saying, John, this has been convened today because of National Run Day. We're not going to be talking about rum. We're going to be talking about our pitches for Due South, uh, for what we do as a Due South continuation movie, reboot, whatever you fancy, and we're going to be talking about it in a minute. But the thing we always kick the show off with is... Yo, ho, ho! We're getting drunk as hell! Tell me what rum are we drinking, Marshall? And we've got the very high-tech setup of me playing my iPad into the microphone because I didn't get around to setting everything up here. That probably is a slicker way. Don't worry, we'll figure it out. Uh, oh, by the way, by the way, I will just say there is going to be a very cool announcement a bit later on in the show about a special event we're putting on, which is going to involve Due South. So we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, but uh, first of all, yeah, Michelle, we're in different places, so we're going to have to do which yeah. different rums we're drinking. This is the one thing I hate about going like via the internet is because we don't get to share the rum as we usually do. Having different rum experiences, I'm sure they're yeah. all good. And she might have better rum than we've got. Yeah. Really well, well, that one's really good, <laughs> What do you got going on? What do you got? What we got? Oh, I... This is the brew dog, if you can see that oh, there. Oh, so pretty. Brew dog distillery, 500... Percent? Botanical rum. Oh, 500%. <laughs> I thought it was a really strong one, like 500%. <laughs> That's nothing for me, Shell. <laughs> Such a nice rum. Excellent. And what? Give us some tasting notes about it, then. Come on. Or just freeze where you are. Jeez, Michelle, look. Has it just stunned you that much that you freeze? That's the five hundred percent. We thought the five hundred percent of it had hit you. No, I went well. I've had about half, half a glass. So, what's it taste like? Come on, come on. Give us some tasting notes. Come on, we're going trying to be sophisticated here. Okay. But it's a herbal, yeah. <laughs> John, not a fan of the aniseed, Lucy? It's a really kind of herbal, so it's not really like the spice 
drums that we tend to go for. This is nice herbally one, but it's, yeah, I think again, we kind of get a lot of like aniseed with it, but it's so good. Lovely. And we are going to ask you if you've got any, like, you know, tell us what you're drinking. Tell us uh, if you've got any uh, suggestions for Juice South reboots and stuff. Please do be interactive with this. Mm. Nicola's going to have to keep an eye on the comments because for some reason they're not coming through on my screen as they usually do. Absolutely. Nicola? Yes, hello. I, I'm going to have to throw to you to, to, to assist Michelle because she can't tell you what rum we're drinking. So so what are we drinking? Okay, well, we've got two. This one is, well, they're both C, uh, no, actually... I tell a lie. The first one is Sea Dog, which we've had many, many times on here. But this is a raspberry rum. I can't even speak. A raspberry mojito rum. Okay. No. Nice. We have not finished that in this sitting. We've just finished it off from like the week. Yeah. <laughs> just to be. Like... And the one we. I got stressed setting up the laptop. I just downed it. Is a Crossbones Tropical by Pineapple Dark Rum. And this is really nice. We usually don't nice. like the dark rums as much, but the pineapple uh, lifts it a little bit, makes it a little bit lighter, which is nice. Uh, John, what coffee are you drinking? I'm drinking Yorkshire tea. Ah, oh, oh. keeping it keeping it real. Back to your roots. Yeah. <laughs> I can't go wrong. Uh, it's 10.15 p.m. Um, I was going to have a whiskey, but I had a few last night, so I will, I'll be good. Oh, okay. But, you know, it's the one time you could have joined us in the drink. Yeah. One time Next you're allowed time. to get drunk Next at time. any time of the day. <laughs> okay. Um, right. So, guys, we are here to do some pitches of what we would do for, for Due South. Um, Michelle, now, I don't know if you remember this. We did something similar a few years back for our first Christmas episode. Do you remember that? There might have been a lot of rum involved. There usually was. <laughs> I, I do, no, I do kind of. I think it involved... Um... David Hasselhoff, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I could be remembering something completely different. But... Well, I remember we did it. <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's a bit blurred. It was on, I remember, we recorded, it was you, me, and our friend, um, well, who was then uh, recording under the name Johnny White Trash, now known as Blaine Garrison, yeah. who does some of our drops uh, on, on the show. And uh, he came up with the idea of Crossing it over with a TV show Urkel comes from in America. I I don't know the show. It doesn't. It didn't make it over here really. But uh, anyway, his idea was a crossover. I came up with the idea of them coming over to to Britain. So you you had the fishes even more out of water. So you've got like Benton and both rays coming over, and I think I had some of the pythons guest appearing. Um, and oh, wow! I, and yeah, so you went with David Hasselhoff. I I can remember what you did at the time. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to remember. I remember we recorded it before we went out for my birthday drink. So it was this. Uh, so my birthday is at the beginning of December, and we got absolutely very drunk before we even went out to to get drunk. So uh, that was a very messy evening, and yeah, uh, <laughs> and I think we were going on the theme of holiday specials because it was around Christmas. Uh, but this time it's just just our, idea, our ideas for reboot. So um, who wants to go first? You decide. Did, Johnny, as our guest, do you want to go first? Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Well, quick bit of backstory. Um, did I did I tell you about Due South Woods when we had our last chat on air? I don't remember. Okay, this is something I did back in the early two thousands um, when the show came back out in the UK and it had that sort of resurgence in popularity. 
Sorry, I will just say excuse me for Benny just barking in the background. Uh, this may be a feature today. My, uh, uh, my stepdaughter, uh, Nicola's daughter, uh, her boyfriend is in our bubble, like which are allowed bubbles of people you can meet up with over here. And uh, he's come round. And Benny has just enough time between his visits to kind of forget that he likes him. Yeah, so essentially Benny doesn't want him to be in our bubble today. Get yeah. <laughs> 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 bloody bubble. <laughs> yeah, go elsewhere. Sorry, 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 John. Just uh, put that elephant out of the room. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I didn't notice it until you brought it up. Oh, that's good. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> so when I uh, yeah, so um, when it was, came back on TV, ITV two, I think it was, and they did that documentary called Southbound. I think it's on YouTube, um, and that's when I found David Marciano on MySpace. That's what all the kids are doing now these days, apparently. Um, so yeah, I found David Marciano on MySpace. We did a bit of a Q and A. Turns out he'd written, or he was in the midst of writing uh, his memoirs. So he, there was like uh, just tales from the set and things like that. Um, but fast forward over the over the conventions, people have sort of like been murmuring and things like that. And uh, I'm not am I allowed to say? Let's just say David's busy right now with someone. working on something. <gasps> No, 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 sir. You, you, you've got to be toying with us here. Oh, I can't say any more than that. Anyway, I'll leave it there. But um, yeah, so at the last convention we had last year, um, we were the Daniel Cash of all people, um, uh, Louis Gardina. Yeah, um, we were just like pull one out when we had the cup. Sorry? Pull one out for Louis. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, uh, <laughs> that's bad. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we did a gala dinner on the Saturday, and uh, Daniel comes up to Stefan and I, and he's pitching ideas for a reboot. And uh, <laughs> we spend about 10, 20 minutes, like, going over all of his, like, his plans and ideas, and we're like, okay, yeah, great. He's really thought about this. Because he wanted to be a ghost, didn't he, in it? I do remember you saying this story now. Yeah, he wanted to be the ghost in, in the reboot, which I thought was kind of a cool idea. Mm-hmm. But it, I, it, I took that sort of, uh, uh, like his little ideas and stuff, and I developed a little pitch. So, without, with all that waffle out of the way, I was thinking it would be a, not necessarily a reboot, but it would tie back to Victoria's Secret. So, Victoria... Mm-hmm. Uh, has a few evenings with Benton. She runs off, leaves him for dead on the train station. Unbeknownst to him, she's pregnant, has a child, joins the police force, and somehow one of his cases takes him to Canada, where he meets with a female Mountie who's the offspring of Benton. Wow. So his son, who he didn't know he had, um, is uh, Victoria's, he had with Victoria. And uh, yeah, just so like fate brings his son and his actual daughter, who's a Mountie now, together on a case. And they sort of a a bond and a branch. This doesn't go any weird Star Wars kind of 
inappropriate areas does okay good like you know Star's got away with it i don't think we need it again but that said there's a little star one twist i would have benton die in the first episode just like his dad did in the pilot episode and benton becomes the ghost wow oh i, I don't know you see i thought about this but i just don't know about ever doing anything to benton i just feel too bad even if he comes back the next scene as a ghost mm. Well, it'd still be in the show, but as a ghost. I know, it's just, um, it still involves that moment of killing him off. Mind you, you could maybe not put it in that you were killing him, not the scene that bit, you just sort of tell the bit where, yeah, yeah. rather than see it. Um, and annoyingly, I can't, usually I'd be able to put up comments on the screen, but as I say, they're not coming through at all for some reason, I don't know why, but uh, we've had a comment saying that that's a lovely idea yeah. from... Regina, so... Regina said, brilliant, that's a good idea. Regi Regina's, like, voted yours up. By the way, uh, for everyone who is watching, we will be doing voting on these. So uh, please let us know which one of our pitches you think is the best. <laughs> and that will be crowned our champion pitch of the podcast. You didn't tell me that bit. <laughs> what? I would have prepared a bit more. Oh, I think you'll be fine <laughs> when you hear mine. <laughs> By the way, also... <laughs> oh, dear. By the way, if, so, um, yeah. yeah, sorry, go. So that, that's kind of like my pitch. And then the, he's uh, stationed in Chicago and it's essentially due south all over again, but with familiar faces. Uh, Tom and uh, Tony are still there. Still the same too, but they're a bit more lethal weaponish. Like I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> and I was thinking Elaine would be the station chief. And she'd just be mm. like a real hard ass. And I, I just want to see, I, I, told, I told her, I told Catherine, I said, I just want to see you boss Tom and Tony around. And she, she kind of laughed at that. I mean, uh, anytime you can get Catherine Bruyere in, like, I, I, I love the whole cast. I must admit, she, she's one of my favourites who, who I've talked to. Like, they were all lovely. Don't get me wrong. There's, you know, it's, it's who's the best amongst, like, a group of just wonderful people. Everyone I've interviewed from the show, but she's just uh, so warm and giving and just, yeah, um, yeah, lovely. So, uh, well, actually, one thing which we haven't done, we're going to take a break between the pitches, and because, uh, Michelle, have you got the list there? Oh. Yeah, except for when you haven't. So I almost forgot. Because this is a slightly different episode. We usually uh, do induct a mini Mountie or two into our club. If you want to be a mini Mountie, just Ooh, message us on yeah, here. You can do it here. Yeah, just email us. Um, where do they email, Nicola? Due South No, is it D? Oh, you do it. Due South at gmail.com. You can uh, hit us up on Twitter at Due South uh, same on Instagram. Uh, and just let us know if you want to become a mini Mountie. Uh, Michelle, I believe you had one. Ooh, Without me even having actually, to ask you to. Actually, that sounds really dodgy. <laughs> Which really one of them did you have, Michelle? Which one? <laughs> <laughs> All right, family show, family show. Yeah, sometimes, if we can be bothered. I'm going to put one of my nephews into that, and he's going to be at number 103. Can you believe we've got to 103 now? Wow. Wow. I'm just going to write him in. So, Russell, Russell Kassan, I'm writing him in. Aww. He is 103. And um, uh, uh, John, do you know who the hundredth one was? Sorry. Oh, I think we've got a bit of a lag there. I was saying to uh, John, do you remember who? Uh, did you know who the hundredth uh, Mini Mountie was? Paul Haggis. We managed to line it up so he was number hundred. 
creator of the show. Did you tell him? I I forgot to. There was just so much like because he he gave us just over like it was about an hour and quarter. I was talking to him for. But there was just so much to get through. As much as I wanted to tell him about Mini Mountain Club, it seems a little bit of a waste when you've got a double Oscar award winner who created the show that you love and did just like a million other cool things. Bond, you know. It's like, to stop the conversation to go, by the way, Mini Mountain Club seemed a little gauche, even for me. Uh, we should send him a little award. Yeah. Mini Mountie, love that. <laughs> you know, a little bit of a little Mini Mountie hat on. Yes. And we still got to get the, the the we still got to get Paul Gray somehow somewhen we'll do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just trying to waffle because I'm trying to find how do you get the me- messages up on uh, Instagram? God, I feel like an old man trying to work out technology. Instagram, why you, I don't do it. It's it's a nightmare. Instagram is one of the most unhelpful places to find your instant messages. Mm. If anyone knows, please write in. Do you have I, a mini mountain? Oh, yeah, I, do you know what? I was thinking about this, and I think we should put Matt on there. And the reason I think he's in our house, so you know, I'm sorry. Oh well, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because we've got a very strict rule on this show, John, that you can only be a mini mountie if, like, someone you've given permission to the person to add you to the list. However, if you write us a message or um, we find a good enough excuse, we'll just add you. Yeah. So uh, Matt is in our house. He's, he's taken the king silver in that particular His way. His name is Matt Drayton. Matt Drayton, he's yeah. going in. You Lovely. think? I think. Possibly. <laughs> you, should do, you should do little badges, like, you know, the Blue Peter badges. Oh, we yeah, can but that, do. that you can do if you want to. Don't don't volunteer me on this. The really scary thing, actually, because I've got the messages coming up. My daughter's just done a message and it says, we have left, right? I know because they're going out, but it's just well-timed with us making Matt a mini-mountie. It's like, right, we're off. <laughs> I thought you meant that they she'd done that on the video. It's no, like, we've left, no, by the way. It's like, no. well, that's not what this is for. You just come up and said, we've left. Okay, I found it now. We got a, we got an Instagram message, which is the first for, for this show, which is rather cool. Uh, except for unless I've kind of messaged someone already. But, um, hi, I stumbled across your podcast. Oh, sorry, I should say Anna. Lassinha Les, 25 so it's A-N-A write this down Michelle on your little, on the list yeah yeah we do keep the mini mountain list we're, we're very kind of official here A-N-A dot L-U-I-S-I-N-H-A 25 you're now mini mountain yeah so yeah. hi I stumbled 105 did you say <gasps> wow so, hi, I stumbled across your podcast while Googling Due South. I caught a rerun earlier, which brought back memories. I was a huge fan. Listening to your thoughts about Ray Francesca seen at the end of Heaven and Earth, as it always intrigued me. The older I get, the more I understand it, I think. Your analysis was great. I find it hard to believe, but I'll take it. So do I. I. <laughs> <laughs> might have been drunken. It might have been, like, very passionate, but... Your analysis is great. I was hoping you'd pick up on Fraser getting agitated when the water fountain and kicking it with the water fountain and kicking it during and after he spied on the conversation. Frustration, regret. I guess I'll never know. Anyway, I thought it was nice to hear you, the show being talked about. Continue the good work. So thank you very much. We oh, love little comments that's like that. Lovely, thank you. It does mean the world to us. Um, but yeah, sorry, I thought I, I almost forgot many Mounties. So uh, let's get back to the show though. So. Uh, who wants to go next? Uh, I think because I have got a slightly one theme is slightly sim- slim- similar to blah, blah, 
similar to John's. So I think someone else should go next. Uh, Nicole, do you want to go? I can do. Well, I didn't really want to follow John, but there you go, because his was really like quite good and mine is like, okay. Okay. We haven't heard mine yet. <laughs> so, right. Show, show stopped. A lot of times moved on. Um, obviously, Benton Fraser not doing so well. You know, moved on many, many years. We're all still alive. Um, so now what's happened is Defen Baker has made lots of money because he's done fantastic. When, when, when it all still alive. Pour one out for... for um, Everyone's still alive. Um, <laughs> you, come on, we, we lost one along the way. So Defen Baker's done massively well. He's bought Benton's apartment. He's now t- turned it into the happy dog apartment. And he's now called Reefenbaker. 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 Okay. And because because Benson Fraser wants to carry on his dream, you're going to see the theme in a minute, he's now bought him all the things, so he's become Hatman. I have no idea where I this is going you now. See I what I mean? what? He's now Hatman. He does his he does his nightly vigilante stuff out on the streets. So Benny's going out at night as a superhero hat yep. man. And he's now called Hat Man. And Reefenbaker. And Baker. Reefenbaker's kind of got his apartment. He's doing really well. He, he's got a calendar. He has like happy pictures of the month and things like that. He's doing fantastically well. And, you know, Ray's gone up. He's now commissioner. So he's commissioner Armani now. Okay. You know, and keeping... Someone's got to look after the apartment. So... Rob and Buck have now become <laughs> Dob and Duck because they've got to look after the apartment. So, so Rob and Buck, yeah, so the Buck Frobisher, yeah, who's dead, Leslie Nielsen, his dad. Oh, his oh, dad, right? Yeah. So they're what? looking after the apartment together. Well, his dad was Benton Senior. So it's Robert. What? Isn't it? No, it's it's Benton Senior. No, it's Bob. It's Bob. It is Bob, Bob isn't Frank. it? Thank oh you. no! Sorry, yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah, Bob. Sorry, yeah. Oh, no, you just, panicked it's because me, you said Robert. Like, but he is, he is. Bob. Yeah, Robert. Yeah. Oh, so I Rob, I'm getting confused now. So Bob, um, he's now Dob and Duck, and they look after the apartment a bit like an Alfred. Let's just put it out there. So I've got a scene from this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. I don't think anyone's gonna have one like yours. I will give you that. It's it's right. original. So, Commissioner Armani. I'm getting where the Reef and Baker's... Yeah, okay. Yeah, you know, yeah. Where, I'm, you know where I'm going. <laughs> yeah, Reef and Baker's and not to the fact that she smoked a lot of weed before she came up with this pitch. I, I do not smoke any weed, I don't. Let's just be clear on that. <laughs> no, she doesn't, so in real No, life, yeah, be she's... clear, I do not. Yeah. Right, so, Commissioner Armani puts out the sign. Quick, Victoria has been kidnapped and she has <laughs> undisclosed information. Hatman, quick read from Baker to the hat basement and be careful not to wake those sleeping bat hats again. Bat hats? Bat hats again. <laughs> Reef and Baker, chill, Hatman, we got this. I still got the munchies and that second bag of kibble ain't gonna eat itself. <laughs> so Dottie's playing Reef and Baker. <laughs> Hatman, but a Mountie always gets his woman. It's <laughs> good better. Stick with me, guys. I love it already. Reef and Baker. I have plenty of bitches here already with plenty of secrets. 
We don't need another coming here shooting our hats. Hat man. Good thinking, Reef. And I'm out of shooting hat repellent spray. <laughs> Dob and duck enter. The spray is on order with your shark repellent. Hat man. Thank you kindly. Right? So that's the scene. Now, I've also got a song. <laughs> So do I, I'm trying to get into this thing. It's <laughs> Do you want to hear the song? Of course we do. Yeah, yeah. Right, are you ready? Are you ready? I can't believe I did this. Right, sorry. <laughs> I was going to save Victoria, but then I got high. <laughs> I remembered all bitches shoot hats, and I thought, why? Bitches female dog, by the way. Hey, Commissioner Armani's here, and I know why. Hey, hey. Because we're getting high. We're getting high, we're getting high. Right, and then, and then, Dobbin and Duck come in. I was gonna clean the happy dog apartment until I got high. <laughs> I was gonna tell Duck to get, but then I got high. Ba -da -ba -ba -da -ba. I even forgot that I died, and I know why. Hey, hey, hey. cause I got high, cause I got high, cause I got high. Ba -da -da -ba -ba -da -ba. And that is my pitch. Wow. Where's <laughs> this from? Yeah, I'm picturing like a mix between, obviously you've got the influences of Batman there, but uh, I think you might have spun it towards uh, Kevin Smith's kind of Blunt Man and Chronic, which he does in his movies, which is a take of Batman. So it's, it's kind of mixed the best of both worlds. Yeah. That, I will give it is certainly I, I think that's gonna be the most original pitch we hear so far today, but maybe maybe <laughs> Mountain Michelle's gonna prove me wrong. I don't wanna follow that. <laughs> I don't think anyone wants to follow that. I mean if I'd known that one would have been last, but that would have ruined the fun if I'd uh, known what was coming with that one. All I've got is like a general idea. That is all I've kinda of thought about. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, no. I did have we got any reactions? So very quickly, yeah. Very quickly, Michelle, have we got any reactions to yours? Michelle, Nicola. No, just a second, oh. Michelle. Have we got any yeah. reaction to yours? As in Nicola. What do you mean they've all sort of gone? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we've now got no viewers. <laughs> no. <laughs> we have got one less viewer though, it's worth noting. I'm just oh, saying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, nobody mentioned it was a nice idea. <laughs> Oh, John, if you want to share this out to the Due South uh, convention page. I will. I, will. I think I've shared it to the main page. Uh, Michelle, what, what's your pitch? Yeah, so my idea was for just a bit of a fun movie. Nice. I, was kind of thinking, and I kind of slightly went on the same track as you, Nicola, with it being quite like the Deep and Baker. Mm -hmm. um, so what I was thinking was, so it kind of starts and you've got Ray and Benson and they're, they're on a cake. And for some reason, and I feel a little bit inspired by Dottie with this, that maybe there was a delivery truck or something with a door open. Maybe there was a bit of food in there or something, and Deep and Baker was a bit munchy. But he somehow ends up in the back of this van, door closes, and he's off. And at some point, Ray and Benson realise they've lost they've lost um, Deep and Baker, and he's travelling up, I'm going to say, towards Canada. I think they're going to end well, up in Canada. Which, which Ray have they got? I'm still picturing old Ray at the moment. Classic Ray's come back. He's finished his undercover work. Ray. 
And uh, what, by the way, just like, look, I'm sorry, this is a pitch meeting, so I have to ask questions, of course. Um, I'm sorry, I had nothing to ask with this one, with, with what Nicola was talking about, uh, because just how do you ask questions about that? But um, so as you're... As you're picturing it, what happened to how did Benny get back? Like, is it did they cover how Benny got back from his mission at the end of the uh, last episode? No, no, I'm just thinking like a complete separate. We just assume he came back eventually. You know, joined back up with uh, original Ray. Well, I You're keeping it simple. You're going right into it. We're watching. We haven't got onto the new Ray yet, have we? Oh, what? So it, it's set before? Yeah, it could be like in between the series, couldn't it? It could be that. Ah. Before, so you included. We the new Ray. We've got old Ray. A last kind of like movie before they bring in the new Ray, maybe. So you brought in a bit of time travel to this. So this is a period piece. <laughs> There's no time travel involved. No. So no, no, I mean. I mean, for us, the viewer, like it's it's set in in between like the series, so it's kind of it's it's uh, in the past for us. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I didn't mean literally time travel in the episode. Oh, that'd be good though. Yeah, we're not gonna go sci-fi. Ray and Benny's excellent adventure. That'd be really good. I'd love that. <laughs> well, someone commented actually, why not bring in both rays? <gasps> oh. Like a transition, a transition from old Ray to new Ray, maybe. That's what I did with my last, um, like my last pitch where they went to the UK. I said both, both Rays, but uh, yeah, yeah, both Rays, yeah. Okay. I don't see why that couldn't be. But then I'm thinking you could have like two separate adventures going on as well because you've got the adventures of Diefenbaker traveling with this guy in the van. I think at some point he's going to stop and realize he's got a wolf in the back of his van, and then I mean, I'm not saying I would do this. But if I found a cute wolf in the back of my van, I might be like, oh, hey, <laughs> you know, I'm going to keep you. Yeah. <laughs> and then become buddy. And because you, you sent me a message saying, you know, think of a celebrity or somebody. Would you have guess kind of like adding into it. And I was thinking, okay, I'm going to think of a, a Canadian celebrity. I thought Dan Aykroyd. Oh, fabulous. Nice. Love him. Maybe, maybe it's a van full of um, Crystal Skull vodka. I don't oh. know. <laughs> It's kind of time we like on this show. I know it's not rum, but that's a really nice vodka. Oh, good, brilliant vodka, yeah. Yeah, so I think like Baker could be having all the questions. No, no, sorry to interrupt. Just like I forgot to ask. So, uh, uh, John and uh, Nicola, were there any guest stars in yours? So, uh, John, did you have any guest stars you'd add to yours? Come back to me. Okay, Uh, Nicola, have you got anyone you'd like to? Well, I think we'd have someone different every week. Eh? Yeah, well, you could have Bert Ward. We can have whoever oh. we want. We can have basically you have someone different every day, every week, or whatever. And then at the end, you sing the same song, but obviously with them and themes of them. Nice. Yeah. It's kind of like Juice out of the, the Kitchen. Show you got a special guest villain every week. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they like uh, walk up a wall past a window, say, yeah. and someone comes out. But just to be clear, yeah. this was nothing based on Batman. No, no, obviously not. <laughs> Sorry, Michelle, I interrupted you. Yeah, John, we'll come back to you for your guest cast ideas after Michelle's pitch. Yeah, no, so I'm just thinking that you've got these two kind of adventures that you could be going like, in between. Because um, obviously, like, Ray and, and Benny, they're going to be travelling, trying to track down Diefenbaker. So you, you could be going between these two kind of adventures. Um, and I'm sorry, I haven't prepared any scripts, I haven't written any songs, but... Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> a, a meeting up in, in Is Canada, it because you got high? <laughs> I was going to write a theme tune to this, but I get high. I, know, I think it'd be quite funny 
they're like they could be like the Blues Brothers all over again. <laughs> that would be so good. So what are what are uh, Ray and Benny getting up to while uh, he's in this van going to Canada? They're just focusing on trying to track him down, and I'm kind of picturing kind of classic Benny kind of sniffing things and licking things, trying to get on the trail. You know, <laughs> this tastes like a crystal skull vodka and and Dan Aykroyd. You know the funny thing was then, I was picturing our Benny when you were saying Benny. <laughs> He's sniffing and licking things. I thought, yeah, that's about right. <laughs> Barking at them if he doesn't like them. Best thing that Benny's done recently is he started, when people going past the window, you could have a, a group of, of Girl Scouts going, going past, or Boy Scouts or whatever, oh. and he'd be there going, it's like, get them away. Arr! And then you've got some people who look like they're dealing meth or something. He's like, yep, seems all right to me. Yep, just <laughs> go and bust as you were. He does. He, he, he picks some odd targets to bark at, let's just say. Oh, yeah. We had, sorry, just a quick little story about that. We had um, two elderly, because he likes to sit in the window. We had, uh, I could hear some him at the window. He was just not saying for the phone, but there was a couple and they were really old. They were about, well, I say really old, they're really young. They were about 80s. And um, they were going, oh, what a lovely dog. Oh, what a lovely. And Benny has a gremlin voice. And he started going, <laughs> and they went, oh, and kept walking. <laughs> Is our Benny. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So anyway, sorry, Michelle, back to your pitch. Well, there wasn't much more to it. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe they could have their meet-up. They all they get to Canada, they trap them down, they all just get high together. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, two stoner pitches now. What happened here? <laughs> okay, uh, so we'll get on to my pitch then. Right. I thought, and now, as I say, I've ended up, uh, I, yeah, just coincidentally, we didn't compare notes or anything, but uh, on similar ground uh, to, to Marnie John there, except for my show opens up, you've got um, Thatcher is walking through a, a wilderness area. You notice it is kind of like this big, expansive area, and uh, there's forestation there, and this caption comes up, says, Australia, um, Labrador, why not go with where John is? Uh and like she's walking through the the kind of outback and she she goes with this little kind of she's got this little sample container she gets a bit of oil off a tree and then you hear rustling in the trees it's much aller the first episode of due south and she goes uh if you shoot me they'll find you gunshot goes off lands on the ground thatcher's dead you then flash uh to kind of uh, uh one week later and uh, you have this scene of this person you don't see the face of going through the Australian outback, uh, tracking down this guy uh, with a knife in his hand, goes through like it's this big epic kind of like very much due south kind of ground of seeing uh, the chase scene where they're trying to get the bad guy jumping over impossible buildings and stuff like that. And... Uh, and eventually, the, uh, a, a person who is pursuing this person with a knife catches up with them, drags them into the station. Like, you know, this it's a little local station in Labrador where where he takes the baddie to, or they take the baddie to. And then finally, they take back, like, this hood they've got on her. And you see this kind of, like, uh, this woman there, which kind of obviously plays with the gender stereotypes. And, uh, like, throws this guy before, kind of, like, into the cell. And then gets called into the police chief's uh, uh, room. 
police chief's there. It's it's only uh, uh, uh got our Paul Hogan from the uh, Crocodile yeah, Dundee movies. Of course it is. Now you get yeah. She he goes. Uh, what did you do with the knife? She goes. That's not a knife. <laughs> he doesn't deliver it. You see, subverts your expectations. Uh, going on Crocodile Dundee now. Though. No, no, wait, 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 just hold ground, hold ground. Like, why did you bring him in? He was only kind of like um, uh, selling some tainted meat, and it turns out he had this big ring which was uh, slaughtering <laughs> uh, protected animals to make meat. <laughs> Sorry. <sighs> Do you have to be the grown up in the room because it does not suit me? Well, Michelle's like you know, like she knows. <laughs> anyway, no. No, you don't. Oh, I've just said something. Not <laughs> from work, from what you do for a living. I mean, yeah, not yeah. from anything else. Nothing else. Michelle and I, the vegans in the room. Oh my god, I'm gonna go now. <laughs> anyway, so it turns out, like, much Allah, the kind of like fishing allegories they did in uh, the original show, as opposed to fishing over the limit and being tans over the limit, this guy has been uh, catching endangered animals. And then selling them for meat. Uh, what we, uh, what then kind of um, Crocodile Dundee says, like as the police captain, he goes, um, "Afraid, look, um, okay, fed and come. You, you got them there, as of course he would say. But I've got some bad news for you. Your mum's dead, and it turns out this is the daughter of Thatcher. Uh, and uh, we then flash over to uh, Benny, who receives a letter from Thatcher himself." telling him about his illegitimate daughter. So, it, like, this daughter's 30 years old, about the age she would be if uh, there was a liaison, shall we say, between uh, Ray and Thatcher just before... Oh, sorry, Benny and Thatcher. Just before Benny left. Or just before she left for Australia, uh, because she got reassigned to the consulate over there. And it turns out what she's been doing is she's been tracking this kind of shady business where a big oil baron uh, over in Australia has been uh, purposely kind of like uh, digging in areas they shouldn't, tainting the land. And it turns out this case with the uh, person who's selling the tainted meat, they've actually been getting dead animals, which have just been cropping up because they've been killed by the kind of oil spills around the area. So you tie into the environmental themes that they've always had in due south. You get to do that whole thing, which due south has always done, of having the idea of having... Um, like a stereotype, meeting it, taking the mickey out of it, subverting it, and then playing into the stereotype again. I reckon Australia's rife for that because Australia's got wonderful sense of humour. Only they could take the piss out of them as well as they do. I, I, I like to think we're, we're quite the same here in the UK. And Canada's wonderful at that. So Benny then comes uh, on the trail of his uh, ex-lover's uh, killers, meets up with his, you know, his daughter he never knew about, like... Uh, they both have letters from Thatcher, which they read throughout. So you get the voice of Thatcher throughout it. She is kind of the ghost. Like maybe if it goes to series, then you get to, oh, that is that Mario there making guest appearance? Oh, hi, Mario. He's like, I will buy this pitch. Yeah, where do I get involved? <laughs> uh, they've, of course, got a dog. The um, Benny's daughter has got a dog, which, oh, by the ben, way, Benny's daughter, Ray with an eye. Ah. Thatcher named him her that as a tribute to Benny because she knew that that's a name that he would pick. So did it as a bit of a nod to him. Uh, and she's got a dog, well, a dog like, because where we've got the wolf, which is sort of the, the dog in due south, you've got a, a dingo, which has been domesticated. 
So you've got the same kind of, yeah, you're playing the same kind of themes. Uh, and yeah, so like uh, they work on this case, they get to know each other, they take down the bad guy. They've got that and comfort by the end of the episode, the whole idea that um, they're now kind of shunned because there's a lot of local people who were relying on the jobs which were brought by this oil company. So instead of doing the thing which they do at the beginning of Due South, of him moving to avoid the people who he's kind of like uh, riled up, they stay and they like, you know, they stand up to these people. They've got like the local police houses stood behind them because they're good people. Uh, but there are other people in the town who want bad for them. So they've got to then repercussions which go into the series. You have guest appearances. Obviously, you can have... Uh, I, I pictured Benny phoning the original Ray. Like, you know, they speak on the phone uh, throughout the episode. He's going, it's like, I just didn't know who to turn to. And he gives him some advice from afar. So it means David Marciano can get in it in on it without having to be in Australia every week. Uh, you can have uh, Elaine, I like to think, would kind of uh, guest appear and come over. And, you know, you can have loads of guest appearances in that kind of way. Uh, of course, Franny would have to come over and see how her brother's doing. Maybe she feels like emigrate, emigrating to Australia in the show. Yeah. Wow. So I think I've got a pretty solid pitch there. You know, you've got um, loads of chances for guest appearances. Oh, and nice. uh, so it is due south, down under. You, you can see who the writers are in the room. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think John's got a question there. It's just weird. Uh, back when I was in, just before I went to university, so late nineties, when the show had just ended, um, there was I, I was like searching for. I, I just came across a fan club, and it's based in Australia at the time. Mm-hmm. So I got like this fan club pack from Queensland and, and stuff. I've still got it. It's just in the border behind me. Um, but at the time, there was rumblings, or there was a lot of sort of talk about New South in Australia. Wow. And I don't know, because it was like the time where the internet was very, very, you know, early and, and, you know, it was very new. There wasn't much, but there was, for some reason, when I typed in Due South, I just kept seeing stuff about Due South in Australia. Wow. Which was very, very interesting, I thought. And I'm tapping into that rich fandom which we know is there. I love it. But I, I just love the idea that um, the whole thing of, like, there's a lot of parallels as well, I can see, that... Uh, even though I don't want to suggest that Aborigines in Australia are the same as Aborigines in Canada. Because uh, on, on a very mildly serious note for a second, I was reminded by a friend of mine. There's a friend of mine over in the States. He's Native American. And he was saying about the Redskins mascot getting changed. And he was like he was saying, yeah, that's great. But the whole idea is like someone was putting up the idea of putting the Red Tails instead as the team name, which I thought was an amazing progressive idea. But he pointed out it's like, Yes, yeah, so they're removing a racist stereotype of us and then replacing us. Which I was like, yeah, now you say that. Because I was thinking another minority being represented. But like, if you then erase that minority, which has been had the mickey taken out of them by that symbol. So I don't want to suggest like I'm just replacing. But I do see the way in which you could then have in the show, like, you know, the... Uh, the Aborigines in in Australia being highlighted and some of the issues around race there, you know, like there are uh, very differing views and differing sensibilities towards the Aborigines in Australia. I don't think that's really right for me tapped into in the same way that they did in due South with wow. the uh, uh, Canadian uh, Aborigines. So you're kind of really going with yeah. the current affairs type. Well, yeah, it's just, I mean, I think due South did that in a very good way of like yeah. not hitting you over the head with it, but uh, highlighting it. Sorry, John, you were going to say? Mm. 
No, no, I was just going to say there's a lot of sh- common things and a lot of common problems with like Native American Indians uh, and uh, the Inuits uh, and the uh, uh, Aboriginal uh, ma- uh, Native people to Australia. There's a lot of common uh, problems in, in those communities. Yeah, and uh, I thought it was just a wonderful idea to have Benny going in, like thinking, because he kind of like, he's used to speaking to different tribes. He goes in and they're just stony faced to him. And then his daughter comes up and just talks to them in their native language and kind of likes them. And suddenly Benny gets that feeling that Ray always got to be in the kind of like guy who's trying to do the right thing, but doesn't know how to speak the language, shall we say, like, you know, literally and figuratively. So I kind of like the idea that sometimes we can wrong foot Benny in the same way Ray was. But um, you're you're creating a different dynamic at the same time, so you haven't got the same thing of uh, one of them being the dumb one. But but maybe Benny having got a little bit cocky, being used to being the one who's the only sensible voice in the room. You could have him the old sort of thing where he tries to lick everything. Yeah. Uh, his says, Stop it! It will kill you. Yeah. Or or he licks something and starts hallucinating. She's going like he licks a frog or something. She's going now. If you know the territories like I do, you wouldn't have done that. And you get the episode of him just tripping. <laughs> yeah, but you could also have. Sorry, it's just reminded me of. I don't know if you've watched it, but Spy with Jason Statham and Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. And basically, Jason Statham plays this really great character where he's not his usual sort of. Um, portrayed character is mm. just this really sort of like could, could i say dopey sort of spy that but he keeps saying that everything he does he's like oh yeah and i've taken every poison i've been given every poison and i survived and everything that's what you could have as an attitude couldn't it i've taken this poison i've taken that poison yeah yeah i i just like the idea of benny smarts being sort of turning against him a little bit like we don't want to make him a dumb character we def- definitely want to make him uh important oh, no, but i no. think in the same way that um because you are changing dynamics. So if Thatcher does turn into the ghost character, I don't want her to be the comedy foil in the same way as the ghost character was before, because that wasn't her character. Maybe have her being the current one who, who pops up as a ghostly figure and gives some really smart advice. And then maybe you do what they did in the series of playing up how um, kind of cartoonish Benny's Mountieism can be at times. And like, you know, have uh, his daughter being the more down to the earth one, have the, the female Ray being that kind of thing. So you change the dynamic a bit, but you still kind of hit the same beats and stuff. So, you know, you play with the format whilst kind of respecting it. Kind of the same idea as um, playing to the stereotypes, but subvers- subverting them at the same time. So I, th- I, I, just have, yeah. I just have Thatcher show up every time Benny gets close to love interest. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Yeah, that'd be great. I like that. Um, and yeah, maybe have like you know uh, uh, where you've got the police chief being um, Paul Hogan. Maybe you know, you have his wife from those movies come in like just every now and again as a character. It's yeah. little little things you can have fun with with it. I think it could be really cool. Yeah, sounds awesome. You've also had a great idea. Cool. Well, come thank in. you, Regina. Uh, mm-hmm. So, guys, can I just say that I feel like I've pitched for a parody rather than a reboot. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. you could have a parody. Why not? Yeah. I'd have thought about my guest star. Oh, who have you got? Oh, yay. I was not necessarily guest star. I was thinking crossover. Mm. I was thinking Sherlock. I was thinking Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh. Nice. Yeah. Yes. Oh, solid. I like that. Uh, Regina, since you've been uh, helpfully commenting on us, have you got any ideas? Has anyone else watching got any ideas for their pitch? Yeah. And also... 
anyone who's watching, please tell us which one you like best. So uh, yes. to recap, we have. Oh, what am I supposed to be saying? Recap your pitch, just very quickly. Oh, okay. Pitch. So basically, it's very much everybody's high. <laughs> everybody's high and being a bit Batmanish. But can I actually just to add to that, what you've got to remember that you've got um, Dob and Duck in the background, but they're very much arguing between themselves. And I think that would create a really lovely, funny sort of, you know, they're all vying to be that Alfred of the group. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, John, what was your pitch? In a nutshell. Um, in a nutshell, um, Victoria's secret sort of love child of ben- Benton's becomes the cop. And uh, meets Benton's daughter, who's an auntie, and yeah, that's essentially the loop. Sorry, uh, it was kind of off the cuff from what I had in my head. No, it's nice. I liked it. I and did. Uh, Michelle, what was your pitch? So mine was a bit of an adventure, kind of deep, and Baker gets um, stuck in a van and goes off on an adventure up to Canada. And um, Ray and Benton have to kind of follow behind and try and find him. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I had uh, Juice Out Down Under with Ray, the daughter of uh, Benny and Thatcher, uh, Thatcher, who gets killed at the beginning of the episode. And we have her appearing with letters and uh, they have to go on trail of an environmental disaster, which is happening in Australia, which is very uh, Australia, very uh, always seem to be very protective on one hand with their uh, wonderful uh, uh, wonderful kind of open lands, but um, politicians maybe not so much. So, <laughs> so I think it kind of taps into something there as well. Um, but while we're waiting for you to vote, we're, we're not going to vote yeah. so far. No, so. we haven't. Well, I think Edwina should say she's the one that's been commenting on the. Yeah, but yeah. she seems to like the gut. She seems to like these two's votes. So. <laughs> well, Regina, we will let Which you. Which is actually Regina pretty good choice <laughs> anyone can vote if no one votes then we'll have to vote on each other's in a minute but okay. before we do that guys i have to uh tell everyone about a little something we're calling squeeze squeefest 2020 now uh people have been listening to this show for a very long time might remember back when i was turning 40 we had a, a original event called squeefest which was a 24-hour podcast in audio form where we had me and loads of other different shows coming on. So we had Due South by Southeast, my show at the time, Gallifrey Stands, and loads of other podcasts coming on. And we had a few celebrity uh, guest appearances. We're doing it again, this time on video. And it's going to be me for 24 hours on video, appearing either on my podcast or other podcasts. So last time it was the same. It was me all the way through, and I'm going to be doing it again. This time I do the show, um, the uh, the... The Dr. Squee show. I had to remember the name of my own program yeah. for a second there. And that's yeah. an interview show. So not only am I going to be on for 24 hours, but peppered in amongst them. And as it's worked out uh, at the moment, it's looking like I'm going to do quite a few interviews in a row. So I have to keep present enough to interview people who I've never interviewed before in a lot of cases. Uh, so this is going to be really good, really good fun. Uh, I will announce a few things which are going on. So we've already got Due South confirmed. How did we do it? Uh, where me... <laughs> Michelle and uh, Nicola are going to be talking about an episode of that. We're going to have uh, later on in the night, we're going to have uh, Armani John, who is below me on the screen here, and uh, uh, Stefan uh, joining us to, to give it to give me, in the wee hours of the night here in the UK, a Due South quiz. Ooh. So very much looking forward to that one. I'm going to be doing... Oh, celebrity. 
questions. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you come and wake me up for any answers. Yeah. <laughs> no. I was going to wake someone up. Come on, I'll wake I someone up. I will give you the same two answers. answers every time. It's like, it could be Victoria's Secrets. It could be Hawk and Hans. <laughs> <laughs> I said, That's who played uh, Ian <laughs> in the episode? I don't, with basically, the I don't retain. You know, we have people that fantastically retain information. I think those fans are great. But I also think you have fans that don't retain all that information, like me, that love things. But it does exactly. But it does. I always think when sometimes you get fans that, not from this, but from other sci fi stuff, that if you don't retain what colour pants someone wore on a certain episode, that you're not a true fan. And I think yeah. that's rubbish because I think it doesn't matter. I don't particularly retain information, but I love things. So every time we do quizzes, I'm rubbish at them. But I always have two answers usually, which is Hawk and Handsaw and Victoria's Secret. <laughs> <laughs> For everything. <laughs> which is lovely, but can I continue pitching Sorry. to first? I mean, is yeah. that all right? You know, yeah, right. I'm going to shout with my drink. 24-hour <laughs> event. We're going to be raising money for uh, NHS charities together, which is... Uh, helping the staff and the volunteers, uh, uh, such as Michelle here, is an NHS nurse. We're very proud of her. Sorry, Michelle over there. All right, just give all the money to me. <laughs> so she's an NHS nurse, which uh, is working uh, uh, on the back lines, one might say, in... Because uh... <laughs> she works with bots. <laughs> she, she's working endoscopy, but no, uh, seriously, everyone uh, working in the NHS, we're very proud of her. Amazing. Uh, uh, so it's it like primarily what this charity does is bring together it brings together all the different charities of the NHS and decides where to best target the money. At the moment, their focus is the COVID response. Now, uh, I know anyone watching right now around the world, your compassion is not geo-locked. I don't believe for a second it is. However, just in case it is and you think, well, why should I help out the UK's response? Well, amongst the charities uh, involved with the NHS, which they're giving money to, it will be charities which is uh, fine to find a cure, uh, fine to uh, find a vaccine for this, including right here in Southampton. We've got uh, a, uh, a hub of research at the University of Southampton, which is world renowned, one of the Russell Group's uh, 10 universities, I think it is, which um, Russell being a scientific uh, organisation and they pick only a few uh, science based uh, universities to uh, give this on to. And uh, they're, they're looking for a cure. They're doing one of the biggest uh, sequence. Now, I'm probably going to get this wrong, but I think they're doing one of the biggest sequencings of DNA and tests on people to find commonality in genomes and things like that, which I do not understand. But they're they're looking, they're getting loads of volunteers to basically uh, submit uh, blood and uh, parts of their DNA so they can research like a cure and how different people react to the antibodies and all this sort of thing so they're doing some wonderful work i'm getting all the science wrong i know but it just proves it isn't just for the uk they will be helping uh looking for cures which will help people around the world hopefully so uh, it's a really great cause and again i don't believe for a second any of your compassion is geolocked i know you will want uh, people around the world to get cures so this is just our way of helping our local nhs uh but back to the sh but back to the 24-hour event I can announce already I have got confirmed and we're going to be putting up the information on Monday, but this is a sneak peek. Katie Manning, which was the third Doctor Who companion. So she was a companion to uh, the third Doctor, um, John Pertwee. She played, uh, uh, I've got Joe Grant. Uh, and she's also worked alongside uh, David Tennant and Matt Smith in the Sarah Jane Adventures for Doctor Who's universe. A wonderful uh, person to have involved. Trevon Simon. So anyone who's from the UK probably only will know this. Yeah. yeah. 
they were they were on kids yeah. tv yes yep john's for expression will tell you all if you don't know who they are they were kids entertainers they were on a show called going live over here in the 90s and 2000s yeah. uh they, and they are, swung their pants they were mar- marvelous <laughs> There are loads more guest stars which I've got yet to confirm, including at least one who, if I get it, get them, will have a due south link. But uh, there's loads of guest stars. There's loads of different shows from around the world which are taking part. Netheads uh, from the States, which is by Will Wilkins, is uh, one of Kevin Smith's buddies, and he does all the behind-the-scenes work for Kevin Smith's um, live events. He does loads of stuff for that. Uh, an AV legend and a really lovely guy. Uh, we've got a legend in my spare time a friend of mine's podcast uh, we've got loads of stuff it's going to be 24 hours it's going to be a lot of fun lots of juice south as well as other stuff going in hopefully some uh, celebrities from around the world as well I'm just working on some names at the moment and I will roll out names as we go but um, it's it's looking to be pretty damn tasty is all I'm going to say uh, <laughs> anyone who's in Star Trek we've got the show Retrek coming on which we launched mm. at the last uh Last Squee Fest, we had the first ever episode. Then the idea was me and Nicola were going to be hosting it every week with the two uh, other hosts, James and Elliot, who now host it because we just ran out of time with all the silly podcasts and stuff I do. But we do so, come on it quite a lot, don't we? It's yeah, really we, cool. we, we guest appear, but they are wonderful. They, oh, they're absolutely they're great. So much uh, so Star Trek happening at the moment. There, there, there is just a host of shows on any topic you could wish for. And it's just going to be a lot of fun. So please do join us. It's going to be on the, sorry, I haven't said the dates, 19th and 20th of uh, September UK time 2am to 2 sorry 2pm to 2pm no so, two, is it oh yeah 2pm not, not in the morning wow so uh, 2 in the afternoon to 2 in the afternoon which I believe is 9 o'clock eastern something like that anyway uh, please check your local time zones but we will give more information as we get it have we got any any messages from the group about who no. they want to vote for <laughs> no I just yeah. the whole group's like, look, we don't want to part of any of this, whatever. Yeah, we don't want to sort of put our name to it, so no. So we might okay. have to vote. If you watch this back later, please do uh, let us know which one you liked and uh, any other comments, any other pictures, and we'll maybe read them out on the next episode. But uh, let's vote on each other. So uh, you start, Michelle. Who do you want to vote for? Um. Wow, well, it's a tricky one. I think um, I feel like everyone put a lot more effort into it than me, but um. <laughs> I think you've kind of taken that such an iconic thing with the Victoria and, and this kind of relationship between Benton and Victoria and then having them having a child together as well. It's kind of like mind blowing because I hadn't even like thought about that at all. And I think to kind of see what a child of Benton would be like as well when they've grown up, I think that would be fascinating. And you weren't curious about what the child of him and Thatcher would look like? No? Okay, fine. <laughs> Uh, I'm um, actually yeah. going to read this if we have a time no, break. What we're going to do is, yeah, we've got a message from Regina. So we're going to read ours, but then I think Regina's... I'm going to tie break this. If we do get a tiebreaker, then yeah. So, uh, John, who are you going to vote for? Oh, I could do the Miss World thing and say they all, they're all excellent, because they are. And the weird, and just do you like, want World no, Peace, John? It's the show. It could, it could go in any direction that it'd work. There's four directions on this map, but you're only going one way, John. Uh, to South by Southeast, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I like Michelle's, actually. Okay, that's cool. I like it. Yeah, 
because it, it's almost like a littlest hobo kind of thing. Oh, <laughs> I like it. <sighs> well, it could go in any direction. Like it could. It's just it's a constantly traveling show, so it could be. It's always something new and different, and I like them playing catch up to beef all the time. I think that's great. I love that. Okay, for mine now, this may end up with a tiebreaker here because just because I think John Swan was the kind of like uh, most natural pitch if you were like you know gonna do a straight up due south kind of reboot i picked that one uh michelle's i i especially like it since john's put it through the prism of the littlest hobo so you make deep the star and the others kind of like a uh, guest stars almost i love that idea so i like that um but i think i'm gonna have to go with nicholas just because it's so insane i want to see <laughs> the kids club um, Batman on weed episode of G South. I just want to see it. I just like it's kind of like they've recently done for Star Trek. I mentioned before they've recently done Lower Decks, the new cartoon. That looks so good. I, I loved it. Uh, uh, Nicholas, not watched it yet, and and you you're not so in the bag for this one. But see, I'm I'm not. I love sci-fi. Massive fan of sci-fi, and I love Star Trek, but animation is very hit and miss for me fair enough i just like the idea that it puts it through a different mm. prism so it's like the same show but something different and i love that kind of it but uh but yeah just having just uh yeah funhouse mirror edition of due south where you see it in a kind of like uh stoner kids club weird world i i love that idea yeah okay thank you um so i'm not i'm not gonna go well plus i gotta sing along so you know Actually, I picked this in my head before, and now it's going to sound like Eurovision. You know, where one country votes for you, so you have to vote for that country. That sort of thing. Because I think for the amount of, like, we had a whole episode, I think, from you, that's why mm -hmm. I've picked Ian, is because of that reason. But we have the actual, like, judge on the line now. It's the other way. Go oh, right the other way. Sorry, excuse me. Okay, so... So Regina, our so chief judge. So seeing as all, we've all got one vote each. By the way, is Regina in the Mini Mountain Club yet? Well, are you happy to be in the Mini Mountain Club, Regina? Yeah, yeah just say yes if okay, you're happy so to. Okay, so Regina's come through and she said, four wonderful ideas, hard to choose one. I'd love to see Ray or the Rays reunited with Fraser again, going to find Diefenbaker. But the idea of switching the show to Australia is funny and has... Oh, and has something, Seymour. Not, has not Seymour. Seymour. Who's not Seymour? Like, <gasps> Little Shop of Horrors. You could go that way. <laughs> uh, switching the show to Australia is really funny and has a lot of potential. I'd favoured you self going down under. So really, there you go. Thank you, Australia. Thank you, uh, Regina. Where, where, where in the world is Regina? Don't forget to thank your parents. Oh, yeah, thank my parents. <laughs> Can you pass me my award over there? <laughs> so just, go, 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 go. Oh, for pity's sake. Wait, 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 take one second. <laughs> like to thank the Academy, all the voters out there. Did you take that from Paul? Yeah, yeah. Paul Haggis is not happy with me since I nicked this. <laughs> He's like, how did you do that? It was over the internet. Um, yeah, no, so uh, thank you very much, everyone, for watching and for taking part. Please do join us. Uh, we're going to do another one of these scenes. We've got to do one with uh, uh, the one which we postponed the other night. I'm really sorry I had a uh, headache suddenly come on. Um, but, yeah, we, we did all watch Starman ready to, to talk about it, so we'll do that soon. 
And we've got to do another one with Armani John, of course. Absolutely. That was good to see you guys. And first time, hello, Michelle. Oh, 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 you've never been on camera with Michelle. Oh, this is awesome. Yeah, first time. I, I must admit, it does feel like you and Stefan are, are definitely members of the team now. Like, we've got to come up with a good good nickname for Stefan, though. I think I think we call him Cap- Captain. He's colonel now, so... Oh, Colonel, colonel. that's a good one, yeah. <laughs> In all fairness, that's pretty good. Uh, but, yeah, thank you very much for joining us. So, I have been Detective Squee. With me has been... Civilian Aid Nicola. Uh, and... Mountie Michelle. And... Armani John. <laughs> and until next week guys if if between uh, our three different locations we can sync this up it'll be a small miracle but uh, say if uh, folks watching this right now like Regina and by the way Regina do let us know if you want to be a mini mountain club and we'll induct you next week uh, next time say if people had a compass and they want to keep it pointed in a certain direction until next week which direction would you recommend they keep it pointed in everyone Jesus <laughs> By Southeast. And uh, Armani is just pointing a, uh, an actual compass at the screen, which will be great for the audio version. <laughs> and everyone, just before we go, have a wonderful, uh, happy rum day tomorrow. Yep. Stay safe and be kind. Or, or, or in John's case, it'll be a couple of hours. Bloody time travelling Australia. Yeah, or in Reef and Bakers, stay high. <laughs> <laughs> Good day. <laughs> <laughs>